Welcome to Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lauren Smith, registered dietitian and weight loss expert. As your guest host, I'm interviewing dietitian bosses and sharing their stories to inspire you to take action and create a six-figure income using social media marketing. Welcome, Dietitian Bosses. Today, I am back interviewing Tamara Rizcala. She's a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. She was born in Caracas, Venezuela, lived in Brazil, and was raised in Miami, Florida. Ooh, I love Miami. Um, she grew up as the non-athletic sibling and struggled with insecurities about her weight for years. She can relate with young women who feel lost, confused, and out of touch with themselves and their bodies. Formerly a carb cutter and yo-yo dieter, she helps recent college grads lose weight sustainably without cutting out foods they love. She applies a balanced approach to weight loss using flexible dieting combined with strength training so that her clients may gain control of their bodies and overcome their insecurities. It is her passion to empower and educate women about fitness and nutrition so that they can enjoy all foods free of guilt while maintaining a strong body and mind. Welcome back, Tamara. Thank you so much. You killed that bio. Love it. <laughs> love it. Oh my God. I love Miami and I love your story. Now for the listeners, if you haven't already listened to it, me and Tamara did an interview back in March. I'm not sure exactly when it aired, but it was so fun. And I definitely would recommend taking a listen to that after you take a listen to this because her transformation and story is wild and so inspirational to you guys. But I have to ask Tamara, what are updates? and this exciting news that we can't wait to share with everyone since the last time that we had talked. So, well, I think there's a tiny little detail I should mention that I am now self-employed. So, so yeah, cheers. Clap, clapping sounds inserted right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really, really excited. This week is actually my first week of self-employment. And, you know, it's funny, actually, I think that the podcast aired, even though we recorded it a few months ago in March, I think it aired like one or two weeks ago. And so, and it had aired as, like right after I had um, already set in motion to quit my nine to five job. So I was listening to it. And then at the very end of the podcast, you asked me, you were like, what are your next steps? And then I was like, tentatively like scared I was like oh I want to be full-time and now I reached that so listening to that I honestly like after I listened to that podcast I cried I was like I cannot believe that I have done that and not to toot my own horn but it was only two months ago so that is like honestly like incredible how much like when you put the time in and the effort and you set your intentions, like the progress that you can make in such a short amount of time. Oh my goodness. So many nuggets of wisdom and gold and just amazingness and motivation there. I completely agree with you. And I know it's something that Tamara and I have talked about before, but it really comes down to mindset when you are setting these goals for yourself. It's one thing to set a goal, but it's one thing to get into that growth mindset and truly believe and embrace and embody that it will happen. And because you relentlessly showed up on social media and we're going to get into exactly how you're able to do this. That's why in two freaking months since we last, you know, did our, did that podcast recording, you were able to submit your, your designate or resignation, not designation, um, <laughs> and get to the point of being full-time. How do you feel officially being a full-time boss? Oh, I don't know. It feels so cool. Like I'm so process 
hasn't changed that much. It's just freed up a lot more time than I have. Basically, now that I'm a full-time boss, I'm still doing the same things, but I am, and by same things, I mean, I am a very big goal setter. So I make to-do lists every day. I set small goals and then I cross them off. It gives me a sense of satisfaction. So now I'm doing that still, but I'm doing it in a much more focused and more detailed perspective, I guess, because now I have more time to focus directly on my business and do all of the ideas that I have written down that I just didn't have time to do before. But now I can schedule my days and come up with a routine that is uh, that aligns with my business ideas and so that I can keep growing. Yeah, absolutely. Now I want to kind of rewind a little bit and go back to that last time that we had talked when you were really at the beginning of your journey before, you know, it was even scary for you to say that you wanted to go full time. Talk about your journey to quitting your job and some of the necessary and very pivotal steps that will be, I think, so helpful for the listeners that were in a similar position that you were a few months ago um, that got you to the place of you actually putting in your resignation. Yeah, so without a doubt, you have to be willing to work hard for it. Like, I think that a lot of people will see the results from like before and after. And this kind of goes down to like weight loss because that's our niche. Both you and me have the same kind of niche of weight loss. Um, so people will, people love to see like the before and after and hear like that you started, you know working full time and trying to grow a business. And now they see the after and they're like, wow, she did it in just two months, but I have not had a day off since I started this whole process. So I would wake up, do my nine to five job, then work out, then do my client calls, then do my business. And I like haven't had any days off basically. So you have to work hard and, and it does seem overwhelming when you when you first listen to that. But like I said earlier, what helps me is to set those goals and they can be small goals. Like you, you don't have to make it, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Just make actionable goals that you can do every day so that you can feel accomplished and get closer every day to that goal that you have. Yeah. Of going full time, if that's your goal, right. And really growing your business. So for you, I want to break down this step-by-step. What were some of those pivotal goals you set that really helped you achieve this longer term goal of going full time? Because I think a big mistake, a lot of dietitians and online coaches make is setting this goal to go full time, but not realizing just like with weight loss, there's all these little habits and you have to show up in your business to get there. It's not as easy as just show up online and you know, you just get there overnight. Like no one's an overnight success. There's months and years and blood, sweat and tears that go into growing and scaling a business like yours. So what were some of those pivotal, I guess, goals or habits that you had that you, you think really helped you go full time? Yes. So when I first started, um, I, my, my Instagram was personal, right? So as I shifted from a personal Instagram over to a business Instagram, I set my very first goal was to post three times a week. Simple. Just three. So simple. Yeah. Three weight loss geared, um, posts. And in the beginning they were not very clear, but 
what is most important is that you get out there and you do it. So I was like, okay, my goal is three. And I'm going to talk on my stories about my program and my, and my experience and my clients and whatever. Um, I'm going to do that three times a week. And then as I felt more comfortable, as I started getting positive feedback from my followers and from people who were encouraging um, and you know, supporting me on my journey, I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, you know, I'm going to post four times a week and then five and then every day. And then now it's become just part of my day. Like I will brainstorm. Some people like to create their Instagram content all on one day, which is totally fine too. I prefer to do it on the daily. And I'm laughing a little bit because Lauren just raised her hand. (laughs) We're, We're video chatting. You can't see that, but I can see her. Um, so she likes to create her content all in one day, which is great, but I'm the type of person that I love to incorporate my daily routine or just things that occur on a daily basis with my clients, questions that I get on Instagram, things like that. So I'll make my content based on like real time what is happening now because it works for me and that's what I like. Yeah. And that is something that I found throughout my daily process of setting those goals of just showing up on Instagram three times a week, then four, then five, now every day. So, and Libby always says that before you do anything, you have to be consistent. Like there's so many questions that may be rushing through your mind when you're listening to this podcast of like, okay, but what if like I post this and I don't get any comments and nobody likes it and whatever. And it doesn't matter. You just have to do it. Like, just post and don't think about that stuff. Engage with your followers, comment back, message them if they message you or just start off conversations if they like your posts, things like that. That is what will really help you not only grow, but just kind of narrow down and identify what your client, your ideal client wants. And that is so valuable. Yeah. Oh my God. You're giving so much value to us right now. So I love what you're saying about setting these smaller goals. Like I'm showing, I remember when you set this goal. So tomorrow and I know each other. Um, I remember (laughs) to set the goal of three times a week and that was like a big goal for her, right? And when you're first starting off, like when I think back over a year ago when I was first posting, three times a week felt like a lot of work. And now I post two times Mm -hmm. a day on my feed as well as my stories. Like that has been buck wild. But I think Mm -hmm. setting the smaller goals then, you know, when you hit it, when it feels easier, that's when you're going to up level. You're going to go four posts a week, five posts, you know, every day and, you know, go from there, depending on the feedback and what's working for your business. So I love that starting small and then really growing with it. But you bring up such a good point about just showing up. And I am such a believer. And I, I love this idea that you, you know, don't focus so much on the outcome, even though you're wanting to go full time, you're wanting to make more impact, work with more clients and make more money. You know, you have to show up no matter what the result is, especially when it comes to likes and comments. And it's that consistency. I so believe matters more on social media than this perfect feed and getting all these likes, like everyone starts off exactly the way you started off as well. Mm-hmm, exactly and and that's why like it is so intimidating in the beginning because you're just like I don't know where to start but start with consistency like that is one thing you can start doing and that is one thing that is completely in your control because likes are not in your control engagement is not in your control but consistency is so that is yeah. something that you can immediately make an impact with and feel good about it because like if you're if you're a goal-oriented person like you and I, then you can feel good about posting on Instagram and crossing that off your to-do list. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when I want to talk a little bit more about your actual Instagram, because that is the way you're getting leads, correct? Um, and that's how you've been able to go full time in literally two months, which is, which is so wild. Like that is so impressive and amazing. What really helped you get more consistent with how you show up on social media when it comes to your content and when it comes to your stories? That's a good question. Um, so a lot of things did. Mm so the question was what helped me be more consistent right with yeah so i know you talk about showing up consistently right. and that is really really important when it comes to your content and how you've been able to go full time through getting leads on instagram what helps you show up consistently in a way that makes people know like and trust you and want to purchase mm -hmm. your services what really changed since the last time we talked when it comes to that honestly i think just getting over the fear of posting and also receiving support and feedback and like kind of narrowing down um, through the feedback that I was getting by whether it's DMs or like, not, not like, sorry, comments. Um, I was able to kind of understand more about what my ideal client wanted, which helped me really identify what I should be saying on Instagram and what I should be, what kind of content I should be creating for my ideal client because they were asking me certain questions and I would take note of that and I would like, because I, and I also think that me creating my content on a daily basis helps me do that because by getting that like direct feedback i'm like okay i got this question i'm gonna make a post about that i so that stuff like really does help me create clearer messages on my instagram yeah what i'm really hearing which i completely agree with is start before you're ready post right. once you start posting you're gonna get that feedback whether good and people are liking commenting and engaging with it or horrible and then they're not liking commenting and engaging and maybe like it really isn't resonating in all of this feedback you really put together and the stuff that was doing well you realized wow like these questions that i'm getting like it was uh, it was like a domino effect the more you post the more ideas you get and i think that's so true with social media you're gonna get to the point guys all of you listening to this where your content becomes intuitive. You just completely understand the person that you're talking to. You understand their struggles and what questions that they have. So that content is really easy. But when you're not clear on who you're talking to, and maybe you're talking right. to everyone, or maybe you don't understand their struggles, the first step is really just try to put yourself out there so you can really initiate these conversations and get that feedback. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. I love that you use the word domino effect because it, so true like you once you do start that like once you set it in motion it's like boom 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 boom, boom like dominoes falling everything uh falls into place and you just kind of understand it more and you create more content that's more specific and even more targeted towards the person that you want to talk to so that you can make those sales yeah. And I think this would be really interesting to contrast for you. I know with a lot of women similar to us that have gone full time, when you first start Instagram, it feels like a lot of work, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, work is always work, but when you enjoy what you do, it does get easier. Um, yeah. But when you first start out, 
I feel like for me, it would take me hours almost to write an Instagram post because I was just overwhelmed where, you know, now looking forward, it's a lot easier to create content. How has that been for you in terms of your time commitment to creating content, um, to get to the place where, you know, you're full time now from the content you're literally creating on Instagram. That is how you're getting leads. Um, how has that content creation gotten easier for you? And what advice would you give to, um, women that maybe are really struggling with creating that content right now? Yeah. So, um, before I started creating content on Instagram, like before I even posted anything at all, I didn't even know that there were apps that you can use to help you. So that is a very good starting point. If you don't know that there's apps that can help you write out captions, um, and figure out hashtags, um, and design, um, design posts. Like I use Canva, I use Plan, I use several apps that will help you actually create the content. So that's the first thing. The second thing would be, like I said, using feedback and comments to revise, but just putting yourself out there and not being afraid to do it um, is a big thing. The third thing is that although I do like to create my content in real time, I do still have to a lot time to actually think about what I want to say and what problem I'm trying to actually solve because every post should be touching a pain point that your client has and a problem that you're trying to solve for them and explaining to them or showing them via the caption like a story about a client or a story relating to yourself where you can share and show them how you solve their problem. That is that like is. one thing. Yeah. That was one thing that is like really game changing because when you just post things, just to post them kind of like what you think people want to hear, it's like, sure, that that's good to start off. But then once you continue, you need to be paying attention to the problem that you're trying to solve with each post and really just giving them examples of how you solve that problem. Kind of like a job interview. That's what you would do in a job interview. I love that. Yeah. And I think you're literally giving the blueprint for how to go full time and scale your business, time <laughs> management and being intentional right? I think when we're just winging it, sort of like with weight loss, right? We work with weight loss when we're just winging it. Mm -hmm. I mean, hello, we can see why this isn't working if you don't have a plan, but you're being so intentional with your time. I mean, you were working full time, nine to five corporate job, right? And you were, you were able to build the side hustle. Now that's a full-time job because of your time management. But then even more than that, the limited time you did have, you were intentional with it about what you were posting and really getting clear on what is the the drive of your business? Who are you trying to attract? Um, and I think those two things combined really, from what it sounds like, were so pivotal for you for, for going full-time in two months. Yes, absolutely. The, being intentional is like the main thing that you like have to understand and cross over. It's like a crossover point. And once you cross over and you are not only intentional with your posts and your actions on social media, but intentional with your day and with your just time management skills too, um, with yourself, like be intentional that I want to be full-time, say it out loud, tell someone, make it a reality. 
Yeah. And on that note, I'm so curious to ask you this question about struggles when it comes to this journey for you. Um, I think sometimes when we think about social media, we see before and after pictures, right? With like weight loss or even like people going from like no Instagram followers to now they're running their entire Instagram through or business through Instagram. There was obviously a lot of hurdles along the way as well, right? It's not a smooth road for everyone. There are struggles that come up. Over the past few months, were there any roadblocks or struggles that came up? And I'm kind of curious how you dealt with them because as you you grow a business, right, there's always going to be things that come up that might hold you back from showing up like yourself on social media or, you know, imposter syndrome or feeling like you're not good enough, right? Like that was something I really struggled with. Any any of that resonate with you? Did you struggle with anything uh, over the past few months as you were um, trying to grow your business to full time? Oh, absolutely. And I feel that some of these struggles are never going to go away, but you just kind of get better at managing them. But one of the biggest struggles, obviously, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet this far, is the big Q, quarantine, um, you know, this whole coronavirus thing going on. It's very, very sad that, you know, things are dying, not things, people are dying. And it is a very serious thing. However, I feel that it has been a blessing in disguise. So initially it was a struggle because I didn't know how to manage my social media around it. I didn't know, should I talk about it? Do I share my opinion on it? Like what, how do I be like PC? How do I be politically correct about coronavirus and still wanting to grow my business during this whole process? So For a few days, I didn't post anything. I didn't talk about it at all because I was just confused, scared, didn't know how how long it was going to last, et cetera. But, um, and this is something that Libby helped me with um, in our whole group coaching. So we kind of just talked about it in the group and everyone's opinions on it. And Libby made a very valuable point that your followers need you. Like they follow you for advice and for help and to solve their problems, right? So coronavirus was something that everyone was dealing with. So once I kind of shifted my mindset, it was a mindset reframe really was what it needed to be. Once I shifted my mindset and understood that I still need to provide value and that they rely on me, I was able to overcome that struggle of like just confusion and uncertainty to kind of be like, hey, we're in this together. We, you can still lose weight because that's the problem I'm solving for them. So I was like, you can still lose weight. This is how you can do it. And that is how I kind of overcome mentally that hurdle of uncertainty and doubt within myself, just because I didn't, you know, obviously no one has been through a pandemic before, at least in our lifetime. Um, so it was just something that I needed to talk out with someone, which is what Libby was there for with help you know, for help to help me with that. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think when it comes to the quarantine, that was some of the struggle that I even went through myself. I mean, as my fiance is a physician and I'm like, you know, I'm promoting weight loss and stuff, but I know there's obviously people really struggling and, and, and that whole mindset of things, but you also have to think of who your audience is and, and what they're going through right now. And I think for anything, when it comes to weight loss or really anything related to food, no matter what is going on around us, 
the one thing that will always be a staple in our lives is we have to move our bodies in some way, shape or form. But more than that, we have to eat, right? No matter what, whether you work into intuitive eating, whether you work in weight loss, and really this quarantine almost gives us even more of an advantage when we're selling and and trying to impact our, our audience and solve their problems because there's more stress, there's more quote unquote excuses, right? That, you know, maybe it isn't the right time or, you know, they may feel worse about things because their gym is closed and then they're stressed about, you know, I'm already struggling so bad right now. What else am I going to do? Like, I'm going to be even worse off. But that's the time where I think you're so right. You have to show up. It's even more important during difficult times, I think, to show up on social media. And I think that really shows the value of your business and it really shows your why and why you're so passionate about what you do. Exactly. And I was able to share my why a lot more, I feel like, during this quarantine, because not only is are people like still looking for other answers now that, you know, like you said, gyms are closed, other options yeah. aren't as readily available to them. So they're kind of seeking out more advice and more help and kind of coming to terms. This has been a, a big like waking moment for a lot of people to see like maybe it's not necessarily only with their eating habits and with their health, but also just like, am I doing what I want to be doing with my life? So people are just kind of coming more into tune with that and whether, and if they are not doing what they want to be doing with their life, then they're kind of like, okay, well, my health is something I can make a priority right now. So by kind of just encouraging them and just sharing that viewpoint and that expression on my stories, I've gotten a lot of feedback through that too. And I, with that feedback using my, you know, process, I take that into consideration when I make my content and what I talk about in my stories. So yeah, I specifically want to talk about content creation and the quarantine. I don't know if you had a similar situation. It sounds like you did, but those first couple weeks of quarantine or really that first week where it like really hit us hard, I was like, oh my goodness, like I got to switch it all up on social media because my content that I had, like this is so irrelevant to what my clients are struggling mm-hmm. with and my audience is struggling with because I was asking them what they wanted. And it really actually helped me get more creative and honestly has been really working to my benefit. I want to hear for you, especially because, I mean, you've gone full-time during a quarantine. Like how crazy <laughs> is that? What kind of changed with your content versus like what you normally do day-to-day with content creation? versus like specifically with the quarantine and the struggles that we face during such a difficult time has anything changed oh yeah of course um like you said like everyone like everything else has become kind of irrelevant now because like we don't have that like before I used to talk about eating out and like temptations at work and like how you can you know, still go out and have fun with your friends, but still lose weight. And now I'm like, well, you can't go out and have fun with your friends, but you still can lose weight at home. So I've been like changing my whole content to just reflect on the fact that we are at home now and, you know, reflecting our daily life because our life has changed exponentially. And I'm like, I don't know if this is just the dreamer in me, but I'm already brainstorming of like future when we're not in quarantine anymore, how to shift my content back. I think Talk about just CEO. Helpful. Oh, I like that. CEO. Yes. yes. <laughs> but literally like you're already thinking of the next step and what that looks like. And that's, that's so important. Like you're trying to, you can't predict everything. We couldn't predict the quarantine, but you have a game plan for right now. And then when the time happens that, you know, 
normal life resumes more. People are going more out to eat. People have access to a gym because I know you're a personal trainer and that's a big component of your business as well. That will all change right now. It's more the at-home workouts that I know you're posting. And you know, when you're back in the gym, like you're going to be able to adjust and you're already thinking about how to transition that. And I think that's really important. Like not that you need a perfect game plan, but just having an idea about how you are going to pivot. So this is smoother for you and it goes in a, it's a really great transition for you when it comes to continuing to get clients and making an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always looking forward, even like before I started my business, I've just always been a planner, (laughs) but, but yeah, that's super, super important now, even more so just to have a plan. Like we said, like winging it is one thing, but why wing it when you can nail it? Oh, boom. I love that. that is so I can't amazing. take credit for that. Someone in my group in my group coaching came up with that. She posts like winging it, nailed it. Jennifer, she's awesome. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Now talk about group coaching. My my final question for you is what's next? What is next for the adulting nutritionist? Tamara also changed her handle since last time that she talked because she's so niche in what she does. Very important for going full time. Um, now that you're full time and you're using this quarantine to the best of your ability and you're just embracing this like CEO mindset, I love it. What's next for you um, in the next few months and even, you know, goal setting long term? Like, what, what would you like to share with the audience? So, Honestly, I have been so focused on just getting through week one of being self-employed that I actually haven't even like thought about that far ahead, which I know completely like cancels out what I've been saying about me being a planner. But this week has been a hell of a ride being the first week of self-employment. So what's next is to become is to come up with a six month plan. But I guess long, long term I do want to be able to like make six figures so and I just got that same feeling that I got the last time you asked me this question of when when I answered that I want to be full-time and I got that scary feeling now I just got that scary feeling when I said yeah oh my god and you literally put that out in the universe and sometimes it just takes saying it like I want to make six figures I want to go full-time I want to start a business like like think of day one like all those are scary things and you never know what will happen and I think it's amazing to try to plan out and dream big but I think at the same time you don't have to know exactly how it it will go for you. We can't predict what the next three months or even year will hold for any of us. Um, We can only have intentions and and aspirations and goals, right? And work towards them. But um, I think going in, especially to this new chapter with an open heart and just knowing like what is meant to be is going to be. And as long as I work hard and show up like I do right now, this will continue to grow um, and have that domino effect that I know you love. Exactly. And I think a big, big part of it, at least for me, is putting it into the universe. So saying it out loud makes it a firm, firm goal. And now I have not only you, Lauren, but all these podcast listeners to hold me accountable for that goal. And hopefully, who knows, maybe we'll do another podcast once I reach that goal. I was just about to say, I can't wait till you make six figs. And then we do this podcast again. And I, and I get to tell you, talk to you all about it. And you get to share your journey. Um, well, this was amazing. Um, now that your handle has changed, where can we find you online? On Instagram at the, the dot adulting dot nutritionist. I love it. And any last words for the listeners? Don't give up. Keep trying. Set goals. Crush those goals and you'll eventually get there if you work hard.
I love it. Thank you so much for being on. This was amazing. Of course, Lauren, always a pleasure chatting with you and love doing these podcasts. <laughs> love it. Bye guys. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.